ever been out questing, had a night elf steal your mob, and just not know what to say? Ever wish you could get off a really great insult at that right moment? Want to come out with something that will make them remember you? Well, look no further. The Random Insult Generator is the answer to your problems. The Random Insult Generator is never at a loss for that perfect insult. Stand still and get your butt kicked up around your ears, you weasel-hearted dung-munching crapsack! Maybe you just can't find the right insult at the right time. Maybe you need new insults. Whatever your situation, the Random Insult Generator is for you. Get back here! I'm gonna part your hair with this axe, you butt-ugly, sniveling clump of compost. Hundreds of insults at your very fingertips. Never repeats the same insult twice. Works for mobs, merchants, even other players. Whatever your faction, you'll love the random insult generator. Have a meal of me fist, you butt-ugly crap-combing gobshite. So what if the other side can't understand a thing you just said? You won't understand what you just said either. And it's so easy to use. Just one click and you'll be on your way to having the right insult at the right time. Bite me, will ya? Chew on this, ya jumped-up panty-waist spiral-keyed gas-bag. Tell off that annoying gold beggar in style. Great on raid parties, too. And now, for the low, low cost of just zero gold, that's right, zero gold, you, too, can be the proud owner of this special offer that will make you the envy on your server. Get back here! I ain't done punching your head, you chimp-faced, greasy dingo butt-wipe. The random insult generator. Never be at a loss for an insult again. And found exclusively only at... And welcome to For the Horde Radio. We have reached episode 12. Thank you for downloading and listening. Did you like our commercial? It's an honest-to-goodness commercial, too, because we actually have it. We have this insult generator. I, I wasn't kidding. It's going to be found on the website, and it is brought to us by the Angry Dwarf himself. So, at present, all we have are dwarf insults, but regardless, they're really funny. I recommend you check them out. And if you have insults, if you have ideas for insults for other races, please send them in and we can work something up here so that we have like insults for all the races in Azeroth. How cool would that be? I think the hardest one would be coming up with the Blood Elves because they'd have style. They would have style and they, they would insult you, but not insult you. One of those kind of things. But if you have ideas, you got a couple insults you're thinking about and went, hmm, we can we can definitely try to get something in place for you. So check it out. It'll be on the website. And and thank you to the Angry Dwarf, a.k.a. Adam5, for going ahead and setting that up. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. We are into the new year. Isn't this exciting? Sort of. So what's happened? Uh, not much yet. Not much has happened yet, but that's okay. We're very early on into the year. I'm sure as we launch into 2008, there will be plenty going on in World of Warcraft for us to discuss. 
But for now, we don't have much. What we do have is actually, actually, I have a gripe. Oh, what a shock. Auntie Ed has a gripe. Yes, I have a gripe because I have been amusing myself for the last few, I won't say weeks, but yeah, I guess I can. Yeah, I'll say weeks. The last couple of weeks, I have been amusing my, myself by gathering rune cloth in large, large quantities. Now, why may you ask am I doing this? I was doing this for my mane because I got it in my head that I wanted a wolf mount. I wanted the orc wolf mount. I was tired of bouncing around on top of the raptor. I wanted the wolf mount. They are awesome. So I check my Orgamore rep and discovered that while I am revered, I'm way far off on revered. So the only way, now I did some research and looked online and said, hmm, well, what can I do to get my org rep up? And I put that in and the, the common answer was, well, just go back and do all the baby quests because you'll still get full rep for all the baby quests that you do, all the kindergarten stuff, all the easy stuff, go back, do it. So what? You don't get experience. You'll get full rep. Here's the gripe and the problem. I couldn't do that because I had done them all before the rep changed. Yes, the rep did change. Back, 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 and those who are back, back, back with me know this. You didn't get 500 rep for saying hello when you started in the kindergarten. You didn't get that. You didn't get 500. You didn't see 500 rep ever. You didn't see 350, you didn't see 250, you saw what, 1, 5, 10, if you were lucky, if you did like an instance hard quest line, maybe you got 10 for that. The rep did not add up the same way as it does now. This is my gripe because I think all of us players from way back when should have had that retroactive to us, should have had that retroactive from Blizzard to us because it's not fair. <laughs> In short, it is just not fair that my poor Maine, who busted her butt and, and she did all the quests and, and did not get the same type of rep that people are getting now for the same thing. So the great advice of go back to the kindergarten and do all the easy quests didn't apply to her because she had done them all. I did, however, go back and I, I looked just to be sure she didn't miss anything. And it was like looking for loose change in a couch. I'm not kidding. There were maybe one or two she missed, but nothing like a string of them in any area. So I was forced to go get to Exalted via the rune cloth method. It can be done. I'll say that. It can be done. Is it the most tedious thing you have ever done? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did she get her wolf mount? Yes, she did. She grinded her little troll fingers to the bone and spent hours and hours and hours farming Runeglove and begging all her guild members, Hey, Runeglove, please send my way, and buying it off the auction house if it was cheap enough. Because let me tell you, I was watching at some point, somebody was selling... Like, you always see, especially with Runecloth or Mage Weave or Silk or anything like that, there's always, like, that one player who's selling them in stacks of 20, like, 50 stacks of 20, and they're charging the outrageous, they're, like, cornering the market, as it were. And they're really overcharging for it. There was somebody doing that at one point, selling a lot of 20 stacks of Runecloth for, like, 15 gold. I'm sorry. Now, maybe on some servers that's reasonable, on my server, that's laughable. It's like 15 gold. What are you insane? Are you insane? No one is going to pay. And if they do, they got, they, they bought the gold and should be smacked. There's always that one person. You notice that for, for those kind of items, 
The one person selling a lot of them, they're probably a gold farmer themselves. Which brings me, though, to another day. So that's my first gripe, that us old players with our old characters did not get rep retroactively credited to us, which upsets me a little. It would have been a lot easier if it had been, let me tell you. But it brings me to another point that I noticed on the auction house. Because at one point, I'm, I i can't be the only one who does this, who starts characters, and now and then you'll like swing back over to them just to like foots around for a little while, just to change a pace, maybe for like a level worth, and then you leave them alone and go back to your main or your main alt. They're not even, you won't even consider them an alt because you, you don't play them that much. They're just kind of there for your fallback position. I have a couple of these. And one of them is a mage, which, as an aside, I, I must applaud all cloth wearers. Priests, warlocks, mages. All you cloth wearers, I applaud. If you made it to 70, if you made it to 20, I applaud you. Because I went and played him. He's 15. And I stopped playing him pretty quick because I went, I, I, I don't want to play this anymore. He, he keeps, like, damn near dying. What am I doing wrong? And it's a damn cloth. You look at his armor, it's like 12. It's so sad. But what I did do before I sent him out to die uh, was... I swung by the auction house because he, he had earned a little cash. No, I did not give him any because my main is greedy as any. She's No, she's hoarding her money. She wants she wants the elite flying mount. She wants the dragon. Sorry, it's not a dragon. It's what is it, a nether drake? It's a freaking dragon. I want the dragon. But you can't even get it until you have the elite mount flying skill, which is 5,000 gold, which she won't be looking at for a long time, but she's hoarding. She's hoarding her gold for that. So no, my main does not twink anybody. She's very greedy about her funds, let me tell you. She's cold. It's like, no, get it yourself. You're a big boy. You earn your own money. I got my money. I earned mine. You go earn it. See, this is why I have no sympathy for gold uh, beggars either. Like, I busted my butt to get my money. I don't even send my alts money. You think I'm going to send you, give you anything? No. But, but he had earned money. And I went in the auction house. Now, he's level 15. Just to look, because at 15, you're, you're tearing through armor pretty quick. Either through quests, or if you buy it on the auction house, you're getting rid of it two levels later, because there's something better. You're tearing through armor really quick at that level, at that section. And I'm seeing cloth now. Cloth for a level 15 going for 5 gold, 2 gold, 3 gold. Who are you people selling this? Who are you? I want to know who you people are. Because it wasn't, and this was a case where it wasn't one person. These were various people, various, various names, all selling cloth items for a level 15 character for a hell of a lot of money. Obviously leaning on, well, you know, if you, you know, most people have a main by now, I think is logic. You know, most people have a main by now. So they got to have the money. So they're going to send it to their alt and they can buy it and make me blah, 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 blah. Well, what about the poor people who just started playing the damn game? What about me who was cruel to their alts? What about that? What about people who are mean to their alts and say, no, I ain't giving you anything. You'll be lucky I don't kick you off my own server. This is my server. I was here first. Move. Yeah, you know, I, I do nothing for my alts. They're on their own. I do not twink them in any way, shape, or form. They get nothing. So what about these people? Are you nuts? And they gotta be making it because someone's gotta be buying it. It just drives me nuts that as a legit player, someone who's not going to send my alt money, I'm going to be. they're going to earn their own way. 
and I'm suffering for it. I am suffering for my principles. I just think that's ridiculous selling it for that much. Naturally, if I pick up anything as I'm cruising along there in the ghost lands or whatever, and I pick up uh, an armor that is of no use to me and I put it up, I put it up for a reasonable price. Guess what? It sells. And I'm sure whoever bought it is laughing at me. But I can only hope, hope that it was someone who really needed it. It was a new player or was someone like me who just is running an alt and is cruel to their alts as I am cruel and gave them and earning their own way. That just was ridiculous seeing some of these prices. How can you do this? New players must be looking at this going, Jesus, how am I supposed to do this? I don't know. I say don't support them. These be these greedy bastards up there, do not support them. Selling level 15 cloth items for 10 gold. What are you, mad? Ah, uh, irks me. Irks me. Greedy people. Oh, greedy people. And they wouldn't do it unless people bought it. That's the thing. That is the thing. They wouldn't be doing that if, if they didn't get away with it. So it's also the people buying it. And I know the logic is, well, it's my money. It's not like, you know, even that is, well, I earned it legitimately on my main. If I want to send it to my alt, that's my business. And you're right, it is. Just personally, I don't want to do that because my main is greedy. She wants to hold it up. So, yes, two gripes early on in this episode. Retroactive rep should have taken place. And people who overcharge greatly on the auction house. They overcharge at any level, actually, if you think about it. It's just at that level you really can notice how badly they're overcharging. So, and yes, my I, I bow to all clothies who actually made it to 70. Have no idea how you did it. What hard classes they are. See, I'm coming off of a hunter who is a male wearer. Granted, she wasn't always, but even before that, she wore leather, at least. And the pally, who was male and then went to plate. So going down to cloth is like, oh my God, it's terrible. And mages, I think, have it worse. Um, I think in an order of, of worseness, it's probably priest, mages, warlocks. Warlocks, only because they got their cool minion. Their minion, which is very much like a pet. So it, it does the damage for you, so they don't get hit as bad. They got another target, as it were. But priests and mages, holy cow. Wow, 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 wow. I don't know how you do it. Luck, I think. Because <laughs> I'm 15 and ready to just, like, give it up. Like, that's nice. So what, I can make my own food and water. I don't want to do this anymore. He's, he's getting his butt beat. I frosted over them, damn it. I frosted over it. I, I did it. I did. They resisted. Oh, no. So, definitely, hats off to you guys uh, for making it that far. All you who can make it that far. Wonderful. I don't know how you did it. You've got patience of a saint which I do not. So, after that small little to-do, we're going to give you a moment of rest. Ah, Yes, and we are going to go into our first music break. Now, something about our, our music breaks. You may have noticed past couple episodes, Auntie Ed has been quite wicked. Been wicked Auntie Ed. And I've been playing things I probably shouldn't be playing. And after some conversations with a few people, it was highly suggested to me that I stop doing that. Which, personally, I think is bull. I, I think it's so stupid. The copyright stuff. I think it's dumb. But... There it is. I also think it's bold that 10,000 other people can do it. But you know what? If I keep this up, they're going to find me and sue my butt. So we're going back. Yes, we're going back to our original setup of non-copyrighted anything. Which actually leads me into bringing up something to you. All you guys listening, and if you know anyone who does this, please pass on the message. Because we are going back to anything that's not copyrighted, uh, the floor is open because I am looking for material. 
I'm looking for things to, I'm looking for music. If you played around with any of these programs, I'm looking for music. Or if you've got a silly thing or something that you've put together, you know, a little short. You've heard us do this now and then, you know, a little short five-minute thing about whatever you want to send it in. Please do. We will announce uh, all send-in info at the end of the show. But by all means, please Feel free to send it in. We will definitely take a listen. And, uh, hey, maybe we'll play it for you. Play it here at For The Horde Radio. However, because of this new setup, I am not quite prepared and did not. This has been just really, it, we're coming off the holidays and everything. Crazy couple of weeks. So, uh, because of the time constraints to get this show out on time and with everything else going on, I didn't have time to sift through other websites for non-copyrighted songs that I like. So, I'm going to play you some original compositions from me <laughs> because that's all I got either that or I'm gonna have to sit here with a comb and a tissue blowing into it for three minutes so we're gonna play you some old stuff I I did this a long time ago so please forgive it if it's uh, a little too retro but I still hope you enjoy and uh, here we go too retro for some of you perhaps a little too techno perhaps 
I did that a long time ago. <laughs> and I, I sat agonizing over which one to put up. So I do hope you enjoyed it. See all the more reason to send me in what you got. Otherwise, I'm going to keep subjecting you to that. And I got news for you. I got news for you. We have another music break later in the show. Yes, I'm going to subject you to more. So hurry up, get them in. But now we we take a step back and we calmly and serenely approach the threshold of the cow as we launch into coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as thunder bluff it's the view from the barn with your host big v big v I think I've kind of touched on this a little bit, and I know you and I have talked about it. The Outlands, for uh, us uh, wearers of heavy metal and wielders of same, is not a friendly place. Not at all. I mean, it's bloody impossible. Not impossible, just really, really hard. Yeah, it's it's really challenging. I mean, remember that? <laughs> yeah, remember that whole bit where I sounded really excited about going into Outland, and it was really cool, and we were blowing stuff up, and it was awesome. Yeah, that's kind of over. Now. That time has passed. <laughs> that time has passed. That ship has sailed. Are you still in Hellfire? Yeah. And I've got, okay, it took me, I kid you not, three weeks. Now, granted, not regular play here, um, just because the holidays and etc. But it took me three weeks to get through level 61. And there is precious little that I was able to do out there on my own. Finally got to 62. I mean, I finally dinged last night. Woohoo! Rock on for Big V. Hey, um, <laughs> and, and there was a great grand mosh pit. And now, um, <laughs> there was sweaty tar and all, and a vortex. It was scary. Anyway, but so there I was in Hellfire. No, actually not Hellfire. I was just in Hell. No fire. It was just Hell. Because I was trying for like the fifth time to get through this one quest. Now you probably can remember the one I'm talking about. And it's, oh, ah, hell, it's the one where you gotta go to the cave and kill the birds. You gotta kill bird, you know, you gotta kill little bird men, and then you gotta catch a female bird. Oh, dear God. This? Is that solo? No! Oh, okay. Every single time. And I'll make it past the first two guards, and then I'll make it to the third one, and then just get my bovine ass handed to me. I mean, it's... I had face pull this much <laughs> since I was running through play glands at, you know, level 30. Yeah, gotcha. not to go past the bulwark. No, bad I've move. I've seen people do that. And and you know what, on an aside here, they really don't tip you off. I've seen a lot of people do that. You're going from the, the baby area of the undead, and you literally, like, cross the street, and you're in level 50s. Yeah. It's like, I went from 8 to 50 with no warning there's no stop sign there's nothing no sign no signs on the map that says beyond here be serpents i mean nothing like that go through there and a big damn spider eats your lunch yes i've I've seen you're not the only one to i did that myself and left (laughs) very quickly and i saw actually i was coming out of there when i was in my 50s and i saw a wee level like 20 go running past me and i stopped on my mount i turned around and i followed him because i knew what was gonna happen (laughs) next and sure enough the poor thing was getting beat up on by a spider so i swooped in and, and rescued him 
And he said, thanks. And then he kept going. <laughs> I went, well, you're on your own, kiddo. Okay, if the spider didn't get you, the diseased bear will. Yeah. Um, you go down this road long enough, you're going to run into a town. They're not going to like you there. It's just going to be a bad Clint Eastwood Western. I, I was, a, you know, I think I've mentioned that I had an undead warlock when I first started. And it was actually, I think, the first character that I rolled. Um, and I thought, hey, you know, bag of bones, warlock. Okay, good. And I had to deliver something to the bulwark. Because that's what you do when you're in Tears Fall Glades. You deliver things, you collect things, and you kill certain numbers of things. Well, I was supposed to take this one to the bulwark. I mean, what am I, Gunga Den? Okay, great. So I see the opening there. Hmm, wonder what's through here. Hmm, <laughs> big damn spider. That's what's in there. I ran. I died. I was yeah. not, the undead are not known for their agility and speed. I don't know if I sacrificed my imp or not, or if I unleashed my mighty Voidwalker. I don't even think I knew what a Voidwalker was at that point. But, <laughs> I think I probably did. But, yeah, it was bad. I wept. In so much as an undead's gonna weep, but I, I definitely had to res. So, yeah, I, I tried to do the, the, uh, the bird cave. Yeah, and it was bad. And I'm st- I still haven't gotten through it, but <laughs> I-, I remember I tried it once, and uh, there were these three Alliance Yahoos that were just running. They were I didn't notice that they were in the cave. So when I went into the cave, it was pretty much clear. Uh-huh. You see where I'm going with this, don't oh, you? No. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in there. I see a mob over there. I'm like, okay, come here, you. Schwack, schwack, schwack. You know, wren, hamstring, shout. Caper about and dance, ha <laughs> And everything respawned at once. I looked around and I was like, mm, hmm, this is bad. Now, you would think that I would be smart enough at this point to realize that if there's really nothing in the cave, I should be suspicious and I should be wary. Was I either of these things? No. I was not, and I died far enough into the cave to have to pay uh, to have to res the spirit healer. Yeah, but this is after I tried it again. I said, "No, let me run to my corpse." I think I made it. Clo- I was close enough to the door. Mm-mm. Nope, walked out, bovine butt in hands. And not only that, I had the had to pay the repair bill, which my repair my repair bills have gone up substantially. The gear's better out here. I mean, really, let me just tell you, for anybody that is about to go into Outland, and I know some of our listeners are kind of going to be on the cusp of that, don't do what I did, okay? Because what I did sounded like a good thing at the time, and that was, here, I'm going to go buy an armor set. And I did. I bought a fell armor set, and... You know, I think I got it for 25 gold or something like that. It was five pieces. I was like, yeah, not too bad. Because what was in the auction house at the time was easily higher than that. Like the first or second drop that I get, yeah, I get the second drop that I got was better than, uh, it was a piece that was better than what I had. Actually, it wasn't so much a drop. I think it was a uh, reward. And not only that, I got two gold. However, what they didn't tell me about Outland is the gold that you get just pays for your repairs. So anyway, so what I'm so what I'm saying is, what's out there is better than anything you're going to buy for your level already. So if you're 58 and you're heading to Outland. Don't buy a new set of armor. I mean, you can if you want to. The gear that you're going to pick up in quest rewards, particularly if you take a bud with you, is um, going to make up for it. And I would, uh, I, I would highly recommend taking a pally with you. Perhaps a pally in pink healing gear. Well, we're oh. phasing out the pink. Oh yeah, that's right. You got the purple now, yeah. We're we're phasing out. We're into some kind of purplish black. Uh, we're into something else. It's not as pink though. So. See, I didn't think it was pink to begin with. It no, it more... really was. 
Yeah, okay. All right. If you say it was pink, it was pink. I mean, it's your armor. You can call it pink. If it's spelled red, but you want to call it pink, that's fine. It you wasn't can pronounce- red. It was pink. It had a little bit of red in it. Look at the red. picture. It's pink. Okay. If you say so. Um, so I still haven't done the... Uh, the bird quest. So I haven't done the bird quest. I just threw down my mouse in agony and pain last night when I finally realized, okay, I can't do this one. Let me go and see if there are any of these things that I can do. Because otherwise, I'm going to have to wait until, well, I don't know, you get on. I mean, if I was a protection warrior, hey, yeah, I could let these things wail on me all day. But I'm not. I'm fury spec. What was I thinking? Excuse me. Um, could someone tell me how to spec the most useless set of talents on the face of the earth? Yeah, I'll take those. Actually, got to say, Fury Spec has done well. It's gotten me this far. But it's sort of that. It's kind of like trying to ride a hybrid bike on anything. It's not good enough to do PvP. It's not really good enough to do you know, main tank and stuff. It's just kind of there. It's for the people like me who haven't really figured out what their place in the world of Warcraft is. But hey, I did do... Uh, I, when I threw down the mouse in disgust, I had just gotten through purifying hellborn meat. Oh, yeah. That's not a bad one. It's no, annoying, it, but it's not bad. It kind of reminded me of that one quest out in uh, Teneris where, you, where you're on the clock and you've got to pure... <sighs> Gotta find fifty of these things and purify them, and you know, make sure they're pristine and all that. So anyway, here I am looking for the hellbore meat. Yeah, boy. And then I took it back to the goblin. Okay, now here's what I don't get. I'm a goblin, and I'm just hanging out in front of my wrecked zeppelin here. Why am I having people bring me groceries? Why am I just not hiking over to you know the expedition camp, which is just over the hill? If you play it right, you'll dodge the hellbores, and they'll be okay. Don't just have people bring in your groceries. Hike your butt to where they can help you. There's a flat point there. Lazy ass. Quest givers. Eh, fair enough. So when he sent me out, after I brought him his damn Ravager eggs from past Voidwalker Ridge, which when the lights went out and I started turning blue, I was like... I'm back here again? No. And then I started killing these. You know, honestly, they looked like evil ticky-ticky crabs. They kind so, of have an alien thing going on, too. You know? Yes, they do. Sort of. I'll go along with that. So I bring this goblin back, his Ravager eggs, so he can make an omelet. I mean, he's already made bacon. Now we're doing an omelet. I mean, I'm really just holding out for the eggs benedict here. <laughs> bring me some simple flour so I can make an English muffin. Thanks. The next thing, could you, you know, could you please get some of those, you know, ghosts to pee in this cup so I can make the hollandaise? Anyway, so I get back and he wants me to get him something to make butter with. I just quit. I was like, forget this. I'm just not dealing with this today. Can't do it. I cannot bring you buttery things. I just can't. Just cannot. Here, let me. You know, fly. Maybe I'll go do the PvP thing, cause as you know, everybody knows by now, I dabble. I'm PvP curious. I'm finding there are the, the farther I'm going along, and the more I read, and etc. And I'm finding there are PvP people and there are raid people. And the folks who have got enough gold to switch their spec around, you know, during the week, you know, based on what they're going to do over the weekend. I mean, that's just impressive to me because I can't seem to get past a certain level with my gold. Yeah, the fact that they they can change gears that quickly. 
I mean, you know what it's like when I main tank a raid. I mean, the first <laughs> the first three pulls are dreadful. I mean, I'm surprised we survive any of them because I a can't remember where all my keys are in for when I'm in defensive stance. <laughs> oh wait, crap! Where's Taunt? Where's Taunt? Ah! It's like come back here, you bastard. Yeah, you, you yeah you gotta warm up. And the thing is, with PvP, it's the same thing. And I suppose it would be the same thing if I were any good at it, which I'm most clearly not. That actually kind of brings me. Let me segue into um, my shout-out. Actually, I got two. And one's kind of a general shout-out. I'll do it first. I was on tonight, and um, I was going to do a little mining out in uh, out in the Barrens because I switched professions. And I'll talk about that later. What was I thinking? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Orangeon, yeah. Next to Enchanting, you picked the hardest profession, in my opinion, to get up there. Yeah, but the payoff, the payoff is that fine thing. I mean, how cool is that? Yes. So, but you got to be level 70 to even do it. Which would kind of stand to reason. I mean, we're not druids. We can't fly before anybody else. So anyway, uh, I'm out there about to mine. And I fly into Camp T. Because I was going to do the southern run around. And what do I see? Crossroads is under attack. And I keep seeing Crossroads is under attack. And then somebody types out. We need some higher level horde here ASAP, please. Thanks. And I thought, okay. They asked nicely. Okay, just mine the copper. Ting, 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 ting. Crossroads is under attack. I don't care. Ooh, look, a shadow gem. Okay, mount. Okay, go over the hill. There's another, is that a tin vein I see? No, no, damn, not a tin vein. Copper. Where the hell is the silver out here? I don't see copper. Ooh, there's another tin. Tink, 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 tink. Crossroads is under attack. Oh, damn. Okay, get back on the mount. Carrot on the stick. And we ride back to Camp T. Hop, hop the bird and uh, get back to the crossroads. Carnage. I mean, it's just bloody carnage. There are skeletons and, you know, death and you know, all sorts of stuff. I mean, if somebody had thrown napalm, I would not have been surprised. <laughs> uh, I was standing and I recognized one of the guys who had kind of called out to give some help, and it was a level 45, and that's one of the reasons I went, is because number one, you know, you can only live for 10 for so long, and number two, all right, here's a guy that's got some stones. All right, the guy's question marks to him, which means he's a good, what, 10, 15 levels above him? Something like that? Just at a guess. I'm thinking, all right, guy's standing here, and he's wanting a little help. All right, I'm going to go help. But there was a 10 vein over there. Anyway, so I get there. Bloody carnage, napalm death, etc. And I whisper to the guy, I'm like, okay, so where is he? Now, this was a question mark, question mark, madge. And this dude says, I think he went invisible. Didn't think mages can do that. I mean, the night elves, they can shadow meld, but they can't move. They can just kind of stand there and be all melded in shadow. Of course, the eyes always give them away. Um, Anyway, sorry, I had to get that dig in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't mentioned the eyes in a little bit, in a while. So anyway, and I see him. He's a level 70 mad, human madge. Dancing and capering about, flinging frosty spells at people. Well, he runs outside the gates, and I'm standing there, and I see him take a few steps toward me, and in my greatest Western fashion, I mean, I'm all about the Westerns tonight, I don't know why, I pull out my axes, shink, and he stops. Yeah, come get some cow. Get you some cow, bitch. 
then the the nose of the level 70s um, Kodo comes into view on the screen, and I don't feel quite so good about myself anymore. You know, all of a sudden, my manhood just kind of, there we go, all right, well, maybe I'm not as cool as I thought I was. So it was going to be a standoff there. And then, then some level 22 just runs up to him and starts shooting him. <laughs> just starts shooting him. Some level 70 hunter. And then there's another, there's a level 70 hunter that unleashes a snake trap on him. I'm like, oh, hell's bells. I better get in here. This guy's going to be toast in a minute. And I go over, hit him once he dies. Not because of me, but you know what? Hey. We'll say it is. <laughs> I say it is. And everybody's just standing around. And the guy realizes he's, he's had it because, you know, his body goes to skeleton pretty quick. And he's like, nah, ain't coming back. So, anyway, there's the, there's that. That's my general shout-out. But my honest my honest-to-goodness shout-out comes, uh, it goes out to Ghost Horde uh, on the Medoran server. You know, at the time, he was a level 61 orc hunter. And he's now of the 40 Thieves Guild. I saw him recruiting. Um, an org one night. I get to this by way of PvP. I've got ten more Thralmar marks to go, and um, I can get the stone to socket my ring, and then I'm not doing the damn thing again. I'm done. Just not doing it. It's too big of a PA. Anyway, so I run. I, I run to the first one. And there ain't nothing to it. Clink. Alright, wait till it's done. I start running to the second one. I, remember, I think I'm running to the stadium. And these two alliance dudes pass me. And really, I think it's just kind of in passing, really. And they realized, ooh, he was flagged, and he's by himself. <laughs> Let's go beat him up for his lunch money. Come on. Um, so I get over there, and I'm, no, I think I had just taken the stadium. Yeah, that was it. And I was hauling my bovine ass over to Falcon Wing. I was like, if I can just make it to Falcon Wing. No. Uh-huh. Bam, bam, bam. It was over. Boom. Dead. All right, so I'm thinking, all right, hopefully they won't be camping me, but I'll I'll go ahead and I'll uh, try and head back over there to get it. Now I'm half, and I woke up at the spirit healer at Falcon Watch, and I'm running back over. I see in red, you know, where somebody's yelling, and this is what he said. This is what was said. There's two alliance camping a tarin, uh and I need a little help with them. And I go over there, and here's this little 61 hunter with his pet standing off. 270s. And I'm sitting there going, wow, that's pretty impressive. Rock on for him. And they go. They split. Boom. They're out of there. I whispered the guy right before I got there. I said, I'm the Tauren in question. And he was like, man, I hate that crap. I was like, yeah, I know I do too. I just want to do the PvP and get my things and leave. He's like, I can't trust me. I know it. And he said, you know what? You need any help? You need anything else tonight? Give me a holler. I'm on, I'm on for a while. Thanks. So anyway, big shout out to uh, Ghost Horde, now of the Forty Thieves Guild. Thanks for your assist, there, partner. Otherwise, I'd have uh, been paying some gold uh, and uh, dealing with some res sickness if it wasn't for you. So thank you much, and um, there we go. Awesome. Of note, I saw this. I, I was I continued playing, and there was somebody that sh- that hollered out, "Hey, I need some help with X, Y, and Z," and he just. Throw it out there. Okay, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. So really, just uh, just a cool guy doing it for the horde. Yep. So that's very cool. Yeah. Um, I don't have shout outs much. Um, I just kind of talk about people, but this <laughs> <laughs> stuff, you know, hey, rock on for Ghost Horde. Yeah, those are my shout outs. I got nothing else. <laughs> and that was View from the Barn with Big V. 
We're not going to thank Big V because you know what? He comes in, he sits, he talks for two hours, and then that's it. That's all he does. We're not going to thank him for that. What does he think he is? And actually, no, no, we love Big V. So thank you, Big V, again, for doing that for us. You know, it was around this time last year that Burning Crusade was all the talk. And it was only a matter of days after the new year. What was it, like a week before it actually came out? So here we are at the start of a new year waiting for Wrath of Lich King. Now, there was a lot of hub and bub going on around this expansion about a couple months ago, I think, during BlizzCon. They, they made a lot of fuss and muss and talked about it. All these great new things. And then it fell off radar. No one's really said too much about it. Although we're all waiting. We're all waiting for it to come out. So I went on the World of Warcraft website, and some of you may have done this also, and I looked at their little Q&A, and I have discovered that Blizzard has no clue about when this game is coming out or what the hell it's going to be about. And to further emphasize this point, I'm going to read to you some of the Q&A that they have up on their website. Now, one, I think, of the most talked about features of this new game is the Death Knight class. Everyone's talking about the Death Knight because everyone's going to be a Death Knight. <laughs> They're going to have to figure out how to do it, but everyone, you're not going to be able to find any other, nothing. But, okay, what is a Death Knight? Let's see. Blizzard says the Death Knight combines martial prowess with dark necromantic energies. Players might be familiar with the Death Knight from previous release Warcraft games. Ba -ba 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 -ba. The Death Knight is the first hero class in world of warcraft once certain criteria are met the players will unlock the ability to create a new death knight character which will begin play at a higher experience level i.e this doesn't sound like something casual players such as me are going to be able to do we are currently exploring various options for how the death knight will play and the types of abilities at its disposal and we will be revealing more information about this new class as we get further along in development translation they don't know next question will the death knight have any abilities from previous released warcraft games the way we portrayed the death knight in past warcraft games is certainly a source of inspiration but we are still determining how best to capture that feel within the mechanics of world of warcraft and haven't made any final determinations on specific abilities translation they don't know. What role will the Death Knight play in groups and raids? In general terms, the Death Knight can be considered a type of class that combines damage dealing and tanking, but naturally, it will have an array of unique abilities as well. Translation, they don't know. This is, it just keeps going. What races will be allowed to play Death Knights? We haven't made a final determination about which races can be Death Knights. However, the class will be available to both Horde and Alliance. Oh, sorry, I misread that. However, the class will be available to both Alliance and the Horde. What a shock. <laughs> it's actually going to be available to us as well. But, in other words, they don't know. I love that they came out with all this propaganda for this game, and they don't have the, the freaking slightest clue where they're going with it. This is great. Will there be additional hero classes in the future? Yes, we do intend to add more hero classes in the future. But right now, our focus is on the current expansion. Translation, they don't know. <laughs> This just gets funnier and funnier. Oh, here's a good one. Will players actually get to encounter Arthas himself? Now, I have talked about this long ago, about how this was the one thing I was waiting for personally. I really, really, really wanted to encounter Arthas. Their answer. Players will be skirmishing with the minions of Arthas from the moment they set foot into Northrend. 
he will be a constant presence as the players progress through the expansion content, which will culminate into a showdown with the dread Lich King himself. Well, at least they sort of gave an answer on that. I promise you, though, I promise you, Arthas is not going to be frozen to the throne as he should be. Is just my opinion. I think he should be frozen to the throne. He tries to get up. He can't. I've already talked about this. By the way, this is an aside off for my uh, exploration of the upcoming expansion, but who the hell knows when it's upcoming. The person, whoever you are out there, the person who is able to get Arthas on video doing the Saturday Night Fever dance will be my hero. Because you know he's going to be portrayed as a human. He was. He was a human. So of course he's going to have the human dance, which is Saturday Night Fever. Whoever can get him doing that, I'm there. You are my hero, whoever that is. We will continue. Now, that was just a brief aside, something that I would like to see. Can you discuss some of the new talents and abilities that will be available from level 70 to level 80? As with character advancement up to level 70, players will gain access to an array of potent and exciting new abilities and talents as they make their way from level 70 to 80. However, it is still too early to get into specifics on these. They don't know. They can't tell you a lot here. It's kind of funny. It's it's just it's just a big question mark. Like that'll show you. Go ahead, talk about an expansion before you even have the slightest clue where you're headed with it. Brilliant. Here's a good one. In what ways will players be able to further customize their characters in the expansion? In addition to the numerous new character customization options that will be available with all of the new weapons and armor added by the expansion, and aside, kiss your purples goodbye. Kiss your epics so long, just like it happened last time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. They're getting replaced with greens again. Anyway, we'll be offering some fun ways to alter both existing and new characters with regards to dances and hairstyles. But we're not ready to go into more detail just yet. Come on, say it. Say it. They don't know. This is actually pretty cool. What can you reveal about the new profession coming to the expansion? Now, this I didn't know. One, because I really hadn't, like, read up on any of this. I just kind of got a lot of uh, osmosis hearing it through other people about this, that, and the other thing. But then again, it fell off radar completely. No one has talked about this since BlizzCon. That's it. Nobody said anything except for this page on the website. Fine. Fine. What can you reveal about the new profession? Well, the new profession is the inscription profession. Now, this sounds cool. The inscription profession will allow players to permanently enhance their own spells and abilities and those of other players. Think of it as enchanting for your spells and abilities. We'll provide more specific detail on the mechanics of this new profession in the months ahead. They have the idea, but they don't know. Will there be any graphical enhancements? Yes! We are currently working on some technical enhancements to the game's graphics, and we'll be discussing these further in the months ahead. Mm-hmm. Can you give a sneak peek at the new recipes and items in the expansion? There will be hundreds of new recipes and thousands of new items available, but we're not ready to discuss specific examples just yet. Thank you. They don't know. There's actually one thing they can answer. Will, <laughs> there's one question they can actually answer out of all these questions. They can answer one positively. They can answer one with a definite yes or no. Here it is. Will there be any new cinematic scenes? Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Our cinematics department is hard at work preparing a new intro movie for the expansion. Let us hope it is better than that other thing they put up. One of the things, as I pointed out, Blizzard has always excelled at were their CGI cutscenes in-game. And also, their opening films 
when you started a new game. Burning Crusade, how cool was that? That was awesome. That was just awesome. And then they kind of did that weird preview on Wrath of the Lich King using not CGI, but in-game characters. Did you notice that? And not that it was badly done, but it's almost like, hey, where's my movie? I want my movie. You did a movie for, what was it, that new expansion, uh, not expansion, the new instance with the trolls. You did a new one with them. That was awesome. That was cool. I loved it. It was great. That's what they excel at. Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish they would do a film. They would do like a movie of World of Warcraft. How awesome would that be? Only if it's done in CGI. I think I've mentioned this rumor control had it. They're thinking of using live actors which brings me back to why why on earth would you do that cgi it oh my god cgi it. but anyway so yes hopefully it's better than that last thing they did so that is just a brief uh if you want to check this out it is on the world of warcraft website where they sit and talk about all the fun things about wrath of the lich king that they don't know anything about yet <laughs> i just find it really funny that'll teach you that'll teach you make a big hoo-ha and stamp around and, and do all this before you actually know what the hell you're doing that's great that's wonderful blizzard thank you so much because all it does is piss players off that's all it does do we even have an expanse uh, a release date yet no we don't have a release date yet so, in a way, I'm kind of glad we don't, because I haven't done nearly any, in fact, no, let me repeat, I haven't done any, not nearly any, I haven't done any of Endgame at Burning Crusade. So, they can take their time, because I, I really am not in the mood to level my character yet again. I like being 70, I like being at the top of the food chain, I don't want to have to level her again, and as it is, I am having a hard enough time leveling the Pally. He's getting there very slowly. I have said that Outlands is not meant for Pallies, but he's getting there. He's very, very slow, and I know some people just like tear through it, completely tear through it, and that's fine. I, I'm a little more cautious, and I take my time with it, and he, he is progressing up the tree, and eventually I will get him to 70, and I will be very surprised. But I'm not ready for an expansion yet. I don't know. Some people might be. I'm not. I'm, I'm still wanting to do stuff. I'm still wanting to do a lot of stuff, and there's still a lot I want to see, still a lot I want to partake in, even with Burning Crusade, so they can take their sweet time with Wrath of the Lich King. They can take all the time they want with it. I just find it, I, I just had to share that with you, because I found it really funny that the answer to nearly every single Q&A, every single question was, we don't know. They just put it nicer. They don't actually say, well, we have no, we have no freaking clue. We have no idea. We're just winging this. We just said, hey, it'd be cool to come out with an expansion. And there it was. We, we just decided to say that. Now we're, we're stuck. We got to come up with something. So maybe this year, maybe in 08, we will see the Wrath of the Lich King. And then we'll have something cool and new to talk about here. And more importantly... <laughs> More importantly, something more to bitch about. Because that's what we like to do here at For the Horde Radio. We like to bitch about things. Things that upset us. But anyway, I wanted to just share that with you. Anyway, so we are going to shimmy on down to a break now. We hope you enjoy this, this tune we have found for you. So sit back, relax, and yes, enjoy! <laughs> Thank you. 
I will keep subjecting you to my musical creativity unless you send something in. That way, if you actually are morbidly curious about a name, I actually call that hopscotch. Don't it? It sounds like hopscotch to me. There you are. How can something sound like hopscotch? It just does. And for those of you who do not know what hopscotch is, I'd make a comment about your age, but I'm not going to. Old, old, old game. Before computers, this is what we did. So here we come to our last segment of the show, and we have so much to go through. First and foremost, and this is going to be a handoff to how late I'm recording. First and foremost, I would like to give a personal huge shout out to everyone who showed up last night for our Alliance Square Off, and I hope you guys had a great time. Big V and I had a blast. We had an absolute blast, so I really hope you guys had fun, and who knows, hey, we may do it again. I thinking, you know what, maybe next time we'll roll horde and have a bunch of level ones attacking Stormwind or something. I thought that'd be kind of fun. But anyway, thank you all so much for coming. We are going to have full details on that next show. We will have full and exclusive details on what exactly went down and hopefully going to have some uh, excerpts of our exciting adventure. But again, big thank you to everyone who showed up yesterday. We really hope you had a good time because we did. So thank you. And now we're going to get into, well, first let's get into, well, see, this is kind of the uh, interesting thing. We, we have some shout-outs, we have some call-outs, we have some just general emails, but they're all kind of in this mission mosh. So, you know what? We're just going to take them one at a time. Here we go. First, we have a shout-out. A shout-out. And this is actually from myself and Big V to Punk on iTunes for a great review. Thank you so much. See, I actually looked before I started recording this time. Like, hmm, just look and see if anyone put up a, a review for you so you don't miss it for another two weeks. And you did. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Very appreciative. Very much. Thank you. So that is a personal shout-out to Punk for his, well, his or her, sorry, I don't know, iTunes review. And here we go. Now we're going to get into the... Reading of the email. We have emails. Yes, we do. And we will read them for you right now. This comes to us from Ali Stira on the Draka server, who says, Well, I thought I would finally write in and say hello. I am a local Seattleite and wanted to give you and Big V some local praise for putting together a great podcast. We thank you very much. We're so glad you're listening. <laughs> and uh, continues, I've been listening to you guys since episode one, Alliance Sucks, and I am a true fan. Wow, you really are, because that first episode was... Ooh, that was scary, the first one. I didn't even have Big V yet. I didn't even have him on on staff yet. That's, wow. Thank you so much. Uh, I play a level 70 Blood Health Paladin on the Draca server and wanted to give a big shout-out to my guildies in the Vanquished Guild. Hope you guys had a great Christmas and New Year's, and I wish you all the best in 2008. Good luck, and the Alliance sucks. Yes, they do. Uh, thank you so much for sending that in, and we thank you for listening for so long. That's awesome. 
we have another email from Shinrak on the Bronze Dragonflight server, who says, first of all, wanted to tell you how much I love your podcast. Always download new episodes when they are released. It is funny to hear familiar stories from you and V. Your great sense of humor is the cherry on the cake. Thank you. I don't think I have a great sense of humor. Most people just say, God, you're a very angry person, aren't you? You just kind of... Yes, when it comes to certain issues, I I, I pull no punches. I, I feel very strongly about certain things. But thank you for thinking I have a sense of humor. I play on the Bronze Dragonflight server. And my main is Shinrak, and I am a level 49 warlock, and I have a story for you. So there I was in Hammerfall. I was PvPing in a Raffi Basin to collect some marks for special rewards. I won my first match that day, so I was so euphoric. Just when I left the arena, a level 28 torn warrior whispers to me and says, Five gold. And I think, What the hell is this? So I ask what he means, and he says, Five gold to me again. Then I realized this guy was trying to beg in a very special and rude way. I mean, beggars are annoying, but this was just a pain in the ass. It didn't even sound like begging. It sounded more like, give me your money before I kill you. Like a robbery or something. So I reply, yes, I can read, dude. What do you want? I just pretended I did not understand him, and suddenly he was gone. Probably entered Arathi. That's why I want to make a call out to Frankenstagen on the Bronze Dragonflight server. Thanks and greetings from, you ready for this guys? Greetings from the Netherlands, aka Shinrak from the Bronze Dragonflight server. Thank you so much for sending that in. That's great. Yeah, what is that? Five gold. It's almost like your money or your life. What is that about? They do come up with some very interesting ways to beg gold, don't they? Sheesh. So I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad he left you alone finally, but thank you so much. And how awesome is it that we got somebody from the Netherlands writing in awesome, cool. Thank you so much. We have an email and this is actually an answer to a situation we brought up last show. For those who remember or those who don't, Zog of XP wrote in last show and mentioned how he got flagged but didn't know how. He's not on a PvP server. He didn't enter combat, nothing like that. And he ended up getting royally yanked by a level 70 hunter and some little pish shaman on the alliance of course. So this is from Boba Fett, Blood Elf Hunter, and he wrote in some suggestions. Just finished listening to episode 11 and have some ideas on how our Horde comrade may have been flagged. I play in a PvP server so I can be dead wrong, but I have some experience on accidentally being flagged. From the story, it seems like Zog of XP was tricked into becoming flagged. After all, there was a 70 and 22 in Arathi. What probably happened was they were flagged and they had to trick Zog of XP into flagging. So, Zog of XP is out killing Fuzzra. Zog of XP uses AoE and they step into it, causing him or her to be flagged. They attack whatever pet he has out, and the pet attacks, causing him to be flagged. Which is why I put my pet on passive whenever I enter a neutral town. Those goblins in Area 52 are unforgiving. 3. We don't know what class a night elf was. I think it was a hunter, actually. But unless I'm mistaken, it is possible to become flagged by walking through some AoEs. I was in Undercity one day when these alliances decided to cause problems for people trying to get on the Zeppelin. There was a hunter tossing flares at people. I was told in my short walk back that certain AoEs, while not threatening, can cause you to be flagged. Off the top of my head, those are the ways the gang fest they would have going on could have happened. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Merry Christmas to Auntie Ed and Big V. Oops, I meant to say Happy Winter Vale for the Horde. P.S. 
you guys are in episode 11. What did you do with your two talent points? Good question. We have uh, since put them into our our tree of alliance annoyance. Uh, that is a three spec tree there, and we'll see where uh, the, this point from from this episode 12 will go towards that as well to max that out, and and then we'll move on. Uh, we think to dodging gold beggars. I think that'll be our next uh, that'll be our next place we go. But thank you so much for sending that in. I didn't know like any of this, so that was an education for me. I'm not sure how many of you guys know. I didn't know you could get tricked into becoming. I knew from actually reading from stories from other listeners about how you get tricked into becoming flat if they go into combat, if they go into PvP while you're just about ready to duel them. But walking into an AOE will cause you to be flagged. Whoa! I didn't know that. I had no idea. That is very interesting. So thank you so much, Bubba Fed, for sending that in. And hopefully, hey, look, useful. We'll help the rest of our listeners into avoiding being sucked in to that game alliance play. Thank you very much. We have another email from Mage Magic, who says, So I was listening to episode 11 and heard about the players who were slow to level, and if we thought there was such a thing. Well, I don't, and my reason is because I think... It is just how you play and how into it you are. I myself am not too high of a level. I've also been playing for about a year, and my main is a mage that is only level 45. I have a level 33 all priest. I don't play too much, just about six hours a week, and sometimes I take one month breaks and play Warcraft 3 for a bit. As an aside, isn't that fun? I think it's fun to kind of like go back to the original game and go, oh, look at that, that's so cool, I remember that, I've been there. Anyway, he continues. <laughs> so, looking forward to the next episode, I would also like to give a shout out to, well, I don't have his name, but while I was in Tenaris killing the pirates, many of higher level alliance kept killing me while I'm doing my quest. Sigh. One time when I res, I see a level 49 dwarf, and I was like, oh god, not again. I just spent two minutes waiting for my res. Don't kill me. So while I'm killing a pirate, I see an arrow coming for me. I said, I'm dead. But he was shooting at the pirate I was having trouble with. So I look over, and he winks at me. So I wave back, and he went on about his business. So either this is an undercover horde, or a true alliance player. We went on to help each other do our quests. I am very surprised. I'm glad you pointed that out because you know what? It's nice to know when there are normal players out there, even if they are alliance. But hey, it's got to be an undercover horde though, I'm telling you. Got to be because you know what? Not often do alliance do that. Not often. But thank you for bringing it up. That's very cool that somebody swooped in and kind of lent you a hand. Especially those pirates. Oh god, the pirates. You know what? As an aside, and, and this will make you feel a lot better. Wait until you're about 60 or so. Go back to the pirates and completely wipe them out. Just to make yourself feel better. Because it does make you feel better when you can just go in and totally flay them open like a fish. It's so much fun. But actually, he continues. He has a shout out to Zombiemon on the Bone Shewer server. He saw me die from three alliance. So when I got back to Rez, I see him fighting all three at once. A level 70 and two level 51s. He killed them all so I could res without any trouble. Too bad I could not thank him for I had to wait 30 more seconds to res because they killed me about four other times. So, Zombie Man on the Bone Chewer server, shout out for Mage Magic. Thank you for swooping in and helping him out. I have an email from, and I hope I said, you have written him before. I don't know if I totally butchered your name the last time. Probably about to butcher it again. We have an email from... 
Chengaijin. And it says, hey, you might remember me. I wrote in a few episodes earlier. Well, I like the Alliance Square Up idea. Sounds great. I was just wondering about something. I already have an Alliance Alt. He's a Drain Eye Pally, and I experiment with him to learn how Pallies fight. Well, here's my dilemma. You know how Blood Elves have the Orb of Translocation thing that takes them to the Undercity? Well, I wanted to know if there was a similar thing to get my Drain Eye to Exodar to one of those Alliance capitals. I would rather use him than roll another Alliance, and he's still kind of a low level. I'd really appreciate the info. Thanks so much, and by the way, you guys afford the Horde Radio kick ass. Thank you. P.S. I finally learned my Infernal Summon. Yay! Grats on that. Well, I had no idea. I knew the Blood Elves had the Orb of Translocation that did take it to the Undercity, but I didn't know how the Drain I did and didn't care. I looked it up. I will say, I'm shocked by how hard it is. But I also think, from what I read, the Drain, you know, like how Blood Elves have a Ghost Lands that they can hang out until about level 20? Drain I kind of have the same thing, but I think it takes them a little further on, like past level 20, like really past level 20, possibly to the 30s, I'm not sure. But just from what I was reading, I actually did send info over on how to get there. I gotta admit, this was not an easy trip. This was by far not an easy trip and I'm really surprised it wasn't considering it's Alliance and Blizzard didn't just go oh here here's a special flight for you to go fly wherever you want I can't believe that it was this hard because they gotta go almost to where the the night elves are and take a boat and go here it's like whoa could not believe how long it was and I'm really surprised Blizzard gave us an orb to just go blink because it wouldn't surprise me if, if they sat there and said oh no let the let the horde run through the plague lands because that's what's connected to the ghost lands or the freaking plague lands. Oh, let them just run to the plague lands to get to the undercity. But they're level 20. Oh, who cares? They're horde. I'm surprised they didn't do that. <laughs> so I'm a little shocked by that. But thank you so much for writing in. It was great. And that was from Chengaijin, the Infernal Legion Guild on the Blade Fist server. And grats on learning your Infernal Summon. This uh, next email comes to us from Sky on the Argamar server. What's up, FTH Radio? I got a major... <laughs> For you to call out King Hitslow of the Argamon server, Vindication Battle Group. Before I go further, here's the setup. Was on my shaman killing kitties in the barrens when I see this night elf hunter. He rides up to me and whips out these snakes. And I'm like, alright, go ahead. I'm not flagged or anything else. So I'm thinking this when his snakes come and kick, or rather bite, whatever they do. And I'm like, what the hell? So I die and run back to my corpse. And there he is on his mount jumping on me. So I res, still on flag. He kills me again, spits on me, then camps me, leaving no choice but to res at the healer, taking my sickness and saying something in general. Stupid night elf hunters. Oh, by the way, he was unflagged the entire time. My New Year's resolution is to get to 70, 80 when Wrath of the Lich King comes out and kill Alliance. First guy, that is a fine resolution to have. I, I agree with you. I think that is a, an awesome resolution. And and yet, it's still something else, something we, we are learning today here. That you put down a snake trap and it makes, I, I didn't know it did that either. And I'm a hunter. I mean, I knew you, but I would never even think to do that though. That's the thing. See, I'm just a little angel. I'm just too nice. But I didn't think you could do it. See, look at all this. I didn't know all these things. So unre- be careful of the snake traps. Apparently they can kick your butt and you're not even flagged while you're out killing kitties. What a jerk. What an absolute jerk. So if you see this King Hitslove on the Agrimar server, somebody released a snake trap on his
is Bud. On behalf of Sky, thank you very much for sending that in. This is an email we have. You have heard from this this listener before. This is from Bone Grinder. Bone Grinder usually calls in, and but he got his email working, so he sent us a very cool email, which we are going to read to you right now. Uh, hello, this is Bone Grinder. I was finally able to get the whole email thing working, so hopefully you get this. Now, with the real story. So there I was in Zangermarsh, happily questing. When I see a Draenei Shaman appear my way on his elephant mount, I pay no attention to it, knowing he's just doing his business. But once I was heading back, he was doing rude gesture and picking his nose emotes. He then chooses to duel me. At this point, I really can't say what was going through my mind. I was so upset because he killed my quest monster I was supposed to kill. But I get my cool and I dueled him. I usually don't do well against shamans because of their totems, especially the ones that slow you down. But this shaman was either a six-year-old or just didn't know how to play his class. I had beaten him senselessly. And then he makes more rude gestures and all I do is laugh and then he duels me again. But during the duel, he flags himself and I get flagged at this point fighting for my life. I'm getting slowed by totems, fires hurling at me, my pets eating him alive and his chain lightnings keep coming. It was a good fight, but in the end, I won. He kept coming back over and over. Eight times I killed him. He only killed me once after fighting Bob. During one of the fights, I was unflagged. So then he flags and sets up his totems ready to go again. But at this point, knowing he'd win the situation, I of course accept the duel. But he has to remember he's already flagged. So while the countdown's going on, three, two, one, at two, I send my pet in at him and start shooting arrows at him and using bestial roar and intimidate, aim shot and arcane shot and using everything I had in my arsenal. The battle was wild. But in the end, I won. He was so desperate that he didn't even know he went into horde territory after the 11th time. He didn't show up anymore after that and who blames him? This just shows the ignorance and stupidity most alliance have and he's definitely learned his lesson to never mess with the horde and especially bone grinder. Also, I've come to tell you what specific things I don't like about in quests. I can probably tell you a lot of people who know what I'm talking about and it's about long chain quests and that a lot of quests have such long chains in them that in the end the reward doesn't really pay off or you won't be able to finish it because in the end the last chain will be a dungeon or a hard group quest which is really irritating. The other quests I don't like are the traveling ones and not the short ones. I mean the go across the entire map traveling quest. I remember in Tenaris you had to get a gland from some level 48, 49 creature. And once you got it, you had to go all the way to the hinterlands and look for some underwater plant. Also, not knowing if there's going to be another chain, I passed on that quest and moved on. And I wouldn't be surprised if others did the same. Anyway, that's what I think about long, hard chain and travel quests. That came to us again from Bone Grinder. And we thank you. We're glad your email's working. And you got that into us. What a, by the way, what a great story. What a great alliance story that was. Kicked his butt. Awesome. That's awesome. And yes, I love it when they get so desperate they run into horde territory. That just makes me snicker really a lot. Anyway, thank you for sending that in. We have an email from Corlina on the Emerald Dream. You may remember last episode, we gave a nice shout out to Corlina because she gave us a great review on iTunes and she sent us in an email. And it says, Hello, Auntie Ed and Big V. Of course, I would like to begin by saying that I am a hardcore role player. However, I have learned to level as I role play through tells with my friends. I have played WoW for nearly a year and a half now and I have never seen Draenor outlands to other folk. My highest character 
character is an Alliance mage. I cannot remember her name right now. Who was human? I was young, stupid, and needed the XP. Anyway, I got her to level 41 before I quit WoW for a long time. Mountless and heartbroken. I now play a level 19, going on 20, Cinderai, excuse me, Blood Elf, with only a played time of about 16 hours minus roleplay and idle time. I agree that there are no slow levelers. There are just pacers. Loktarogar for the Horde. I would also like to send a shout out to Alorian, my roleplay sweetheart on the Emerald Dream server as well. Anu Belor Delana. Thank you first for sending in an email. That's awesome. I'm really surprised you found people to roleplay with because you know what? I'm an old time roleplayer myself from way back when. And when I came over to World of Warcraft, way back when, I went on an RP server initially thinking, <laughs> oh, RP server. Cool. They're going to be RPing on this. No, they weren't. Nobody RP'd. So if you were able to to get in together with some folks who do some like serious role playing while questing and in game that is awesome good for you I'm glad to hear there are at least some out there because you know it's kind of like that's what the game's about but anyway that is great also now this is going to see you're going to regret offering this Corlina has made the offer she is a buff on the history of Azeroth if we have she also makes mention um, if you've seen the tales of the past machinima it's very good you can find it on YouTube. It's in three parts, varying in quality, with an ending that will make all who know the Warcraft lore snicker with glee. It does have a bit of an alliance focus, but it is the best machinima I've ever seen and would recommend it to anyone. We're going to put that up on the website so you can check it out too. But she also mentioned she is a buff on history of Azeroth and if there are any questions we have on any of the lore, she would be happy to lend assistance to this. You're going to really regret because I, I do like the lore. Um, am I a huge buff? No. Most of my lore not Knowledge comes from playing the old Warcraft games and just kind of what I picked up. Perhaps you can tell me, what is the deal with the electrified mummies? What is the deal with these guys? I made mention of this a couple episodes ago. I still haven't figured it out. I actually did check out WoW Wiki, and I really wasn't crazy about their explanation, so I'm wondering if you have a better one. Where did these guys come from, or did Blizzard just go, we need something out here. We need something in Outlands. Plop. Ah, an electrified mummy. Perfect. The colors. So if you know, like, they're, they're how they came to pass, I'd love to hear it. That would be awesome. And if anyone else has any lore questions, Gorlina is offering her wisdom to us. So thank you so much for writing in. And again, thank you for the great iTunes review. Very appreciative. This comes to us. We actually have a, we have another email. And this is from Elodie, who, if you know, is one of our honorary horde. Actually, I think she stopped playing Elodie and has now uh, focused more on the horde side. She has seen how things go and has come over to the horde officially, of course. Thank you. Uh, but she writes in response to your question about leveling your character. I have to agree with you. It is rather difficult to level when you're in your 40s. Oh, is it ever. My Blood Elf Rogue is currently 43 and I find it hard. Sure, there are some decent places to go. I figured I'd stop by a few and sometimes the levels seem to jump. You'll have quests that are at your level and then suddenly the next quest is in red and you're dealing with things that are three to four levels higher. When you hit those mid 40s, it becomes difficult. Another reason is not having the proper weapons. On the Sisters of a Loon server, it is so hard to find a good sword and dagger. There is a quest in Stranglethorn that is difficult to do because the weapons I have do not put out enough damage. When you play a character long enough, you tend to know when it's time for new weapons. It's way past due, but it's not there for me. I think it's more of a rogue issue because there are so many. I don't see warriors or pallies having too many problems because everything seems
seems to be focused on two-handers. And the two-handers that drop, or the ones in the auction house, are great. For a rogue, it's a good dagger and a great offhand sword. So it makes it harder to go to these places and level when you don't have the weapons for your level out there. She also makes mention about the subject of gold sellers and people begging for gold. No excuse to do it. I did something over the weekend. I didn't even start out to make money. It just happened. I never went through a single instance, so I decided to do something insane. I soloed Shadowfang Keep, Ragefire, Black Fathom Deeps, and Welling Caverns. I just wanted to see what was in there and complete them so I don't look like a total dolt if anyone asks what instances I've done. As I went through them, something dawned on me. A lot of good stuff drops, and it's all mine. I have three ten-slot bags and that sixteenth bag you start with. Every time I went into an instance, the bag was filled with green and blue items. I had to destroy a few things. Nothing green or blue, just the gray and the white items you get in there. If I had more bags and more space, I could have made a mint at the vendor. I went to the auction house and put everything up for sale. My list of items was pretty large. Some might sell, but whatever does, I can sell to a vendor. I went from 9 gold to 23 gold and still have things on the auction house. As I log off yesterday, I wondered why anyone would beg for gold. It's easy to do if you bust your butt and do it. If you have a level 40 plus, you can run a low level instance until you're blue in the face and sell everything you get. I also have to say, it was so much fun to do them. Not the items, but to see the things in there. I can't understand why people beg for gold. You know what? Neither can I. And you you hit the, the, the nail on the head. Bust your butt to do it. No, these people don't want to bust their butt at all. They want their people to hand them things. They don't want to actually have to work for it. They don't want to do the instances themselves. They want a level 70 to run them through. They don't want to go out and kill anything. They want someone to give them the gold. And so you just, that's why. They are easy to do. And by the way, it is a blast to do it. When you're a higher level, go back to those instances that if you did them or not, just if you did do them, it's it's a small chuckle of revenge. But if you didn't do them, it's just fun. You can totally clean the clock of anything in there and it's awesome. So I'm, I'm glad you're having a good time and thank you so much for sending that in. And we come to our last final. This is a, a brief shout out. This comes to us from Felnicia on the Mandaron server on the Directionally Challenged Guild who says she would like to give a shout out to Skipator, a night elf rogue, Crusaders of Vengeance Guild, who, without being asked and without any to do, swung in and helped her out with a mob while she was out questing and then moved on. So we are surprised and shocked, but again, an undercover horde right there. Thank you for sending that in. Actually, she didn't send it in. She's part of my guild, so she kind of called it in through chat. But anyway, we do give that shout out there to that undercover horde. Skipator, a night elf rogue, or so he says. And actually, speaking of our guild, I- I've gotten this from a couple of folks asking, yeah, do you have a Horde the Horde Radio Guild? Do you- no, we don't actually. Not, not technically. Uh, what we do have is our my guild, uh, mine and Big V's guild, which, as I said, is directionally challenged on the Mandaron server. And if you want to swing by the server and wave to us and say hi, that's cool. Hey, if you're interested, we are a very relaxed little guild. We'd like to get bigger. We would like to grow in numbers. See, we're in a catch-22. We want to do Endgame. We don't have enough people to do Endgame. We can't recruit. Not that we can't, just no one wants to. No one wants to join the guild. If you're not already into Endgame, 
but we can't do it because we don't have enough people. It's this vicious cycle. So, like, yeah, a lot of the higher levels don't want to join your guild unless you're kind of well-established in, and, and we're still kind of fumbling with keys and stuff. So, if you want to stop by and say hi, we'd love to say hi to you. If you want to join, we would love to have you. So, just so you know, it is a very, uh, we are a very small and relaxed people. We are casual players. We, we want to do the runs, but we don't do them that severely, and if we die, we die. So, just so you know, we're not very hardcore about it at all. But, stop by, say hi. And that brings us to the end of our email. Thank you so much to everyone who wrote in for this episode. That was awesome. And again, thank you to everyone who showed up for our square off last night. That was also awesome. If you have anything, you have emails, you, you have opinions, suggestions, anything, want to say hi. If you have any little songs you've done or just short things you've compiled that you want to send in so we can put them up because I can't use music that's copyrighted anymore. Please do. <laughs> Otherwise, I will keep subjecting you to what I have come up with. I got tons of this stuff, okay? I had years before World of Warcraft came out to do this. Anything, send it in. Our email address, we have two. Email address, main is fthradio at gmail.com or you can send an email to bigv at biggestv at gmail.com. Also, we do have our call in line. It is 206-888-3130 and our web address is www.forthehorderadio.com. Thank you so much for listening to this 12th episode. We're going to have a couple of things up on the site. We're going to have our uh, random dwarven insult generator up there for you to take a look at and snicker at because we kind of thought that was funny. Please, by all means, check it out. We're going to have a couple things up there and next next show we're going to have what went down at the square off or at least a recap of what went down at the square off. So hopefully that will be as exciting as I, I think it was. Thank you again for listening to this episode 12 of For the Horde Radio and we will return in two weeks for another bunny killing, that's Big V, wolf ninjing, alliance justice dispensing episode of Apparently we've got this podcast to do here, and um, <laughs> it doesn't like either one of us are terribly motivated. Uh, <laughs> Sound effects record number 27, a swarm of dead insects. Man reading. Man having an intense thought. Uh, that human madge, he didn't want any cow. No, 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 no. no. Did not want a piece. Didn't want a piece of the cow. Yeah. So there we go. There we go. That, that's all we got. That's, that's all we got. Yeah.